Hey guys, welcome to the Fellowship Greenville Students Podcast. This week, Dallas started our new series, Origins, talking about how all we want is purpose, just like superheroes. Kind of feels like we're back in a movie theater a little bit, doesn't it? Has anybody been at a movie theater uh, since they've reopened? A few of you? No, no, a few of you. <laughs> Have, has anyone ever been to the movies before? No, I mean, like, since, since they've reopened, right? Uh, yeah, it feels a little bit like Epic. Epic was Origin, right, if you guys were on Epic. How many of you were on Epic this past year? Quite a few of you. Uh, how many of you are already planning to go to Epic this coming fall? Yes, quite a few of you. If you're not planning to go, maybe you've already got plans, hopefully not, uh, but, but get there. We would love to find you there. This this year is going to be uh, really fun, I think, especially with, like, the teams that we have. Just just good old-fashioned silly. I'm not going to say anything. I'm not going to say anything about the, the teams, but you'll, you'll see a little, at least a little sneak uh, at, at some point in the near future. So, yeah, kind of reminds us a little bit of Epic. It was Origin. This one is Origin Story and still kind of uh, having some fun with, with superheroes, right? Having fun with superheroes. So, for the next three weeks, for the rest of June, we're going to be in this series called origin story, and we're going to be talking about our identity and really going back to our origins, the the beginning. In fact, today we're going back to the very beginning. If you just want to turn to page one in your Bible, Genesis chapter one is where we're going to be today, but going back to the the origins of, of who we are to really kind of figure out why are we here, what's our, what's our purpose, what should we be, be going after in our daily lives. So we're going to kick it off in Genesis chapter 1. Before we get to the scriptures, though, here's what I want you to do. We can't talk about superheroes in this series without you sharing with one another who your favorite superhero is, okay? So please turn to your neighbor and share with them. Try to narrow it down to like a one, okay? Your favorite one superhero, like top of your list, who is your favorite superhero? If you don't like superheroes, just say like my mom or my grandma or something, okay? All right, make sure you give your neighbor a chance to share their superhero, okay? Quit gushing about how cute Captain America is, okay? Not the new one, that's right, not the new one. Thank you, thank you for that. All right, so who are some of your favorite superheroes? Get, just give them to me, Maybe popcorn, some answers, just raise your hand. Garrison? Sp- only as Tom Holland, interesting. Ooh, gonna have to think about that one for a minute. Huh, huh. Because my childhood was, uh, was, was Toby. That's right. Not Toby Mac, but Toby McGuire. All right, anybody else, your favorite superhero? Boys in the middle, anybody got favorite superheroes, Rico? Iron Man? Nice, bro. Yeah, that, that's one of those ones that's like, well, I guess he's, he's, he's got the, his heart thing implanted like in his chest now. He, him and Batman are like, are they really superheroes because they just have a bunch of money and can build cool things? I don't know, but, but he's awesome. Iron Man's pretty awesome. Yes, ladies? Thor from both of you? Okay, is th- we won't even go there, okay? He looks great. His hair, it fits him. Okay, somebody else? Superheroes? Iron Man? Black Widow. Nice. Getting some love for the ladies. Who's it? Wonder Woman for both of y'all? Nice. Wonder Woman and Black Widow. Some girl power, Mackenzie? Scarlet Witch. Ooh, yes. Or Black Panther. Samantha, last one. Who is it? Scarlet Witch? 
Nice, nice. We, we love superheroes, right? There's a lot of reasons we love superheroes. Sometimes it's, it's because of the, what'd you say? Would you have a, another superhero that didn't get mentioned, young man? <laughs> oh, he's crying. Okay, Hudson. Well, I've never known a superhero to cry, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll figure that out. So, yes, superheroes, we love them for lots of different reasons, right? Some of it's because they just look cool. Some of it's because they have really cool superpowers, right? Some of it, though, has to do with what they do right? Even, even I think one of the reasons we love superheroes the most, and, and maybe it's not a reason you would think about like on the, on the face of it, right? But is because superheroes are people with a purpose. Have you ever thought about that? Or, or I guess they could be creatures with a purpose, right? Is the Hulk still a person? I don't know. We can go back and forth on that. But, uh, but, but they're, they're beings with a purpose. I don't know if you've ever thought about that. But every day they, they get up and they know, hey, this is why I exist. This is why I'm here on the earth or on this you know, distant planet that's made up in the Marvel or DC universe or whatever. This is why I exist. They, they have a really clear purpose. And maybe you've never thought about it that way, but I think that's one of the most attractive things to us as human beings when it comes to superheroes. Like, man, I wish I had purpose. I wish I had mission. I wish I knew every day when I got up why I was here. And maybe you've wrestled with that before. In fact, you may not know this, but I've been doing some studying and and, and some reading and more and more as the generations go by, you guys kind of are familiar with generations like the Boomers, right? Or Gen X, or you guys are, you guys know who you are, Gen, Gen Z, right? You're Zoomers, that's right. And as the generations go by, I'm a millennial, by the way, if you want to know. As the generations go by, here's what is really sad uh, that is happening right now. Less and less people believe every day when they wake up that they have purpose, It's kind of sad, isn't it? More and more people, in fact, your generation now more than any of the other generations by percentage-wise wakes up, your generation, your friends, your peers, maybe even you, you wake up not quite sure about why you're here. What are you doing? What are you supposed to be giving your time to? And so I think maybe even more so than previous generations, you guys may get more excited about superheroes because of that whole purpose thing. Man, if if I could just wake up and have that kind of clarity about why I existed, things might be different for me. Well, at least for this week, we're going to be actually talking about that purpose, right? The reason we were created. See, for most superheroes, if they go back through their origin story, back through the history of not just how they were created and got their superpowers, but even even before that, right? My favorite superhero is Spider-Man. Maybe uh, I think Garrison said that, right? Spider-Man, I think he's pretty awesome climbing buildings. I, I, at this point in my life, I feel like I'm the most afraid of heights that I ever have been. But, but if I had the Spider-Man abilities to just climb stuff and swing from high buildings, maybe I wouldn't. He can wrap people up with his webs, right? He's still really like way stronger than little old Peter Parker should be or even Miles Morales, right? He's got, he's got a lot of, lot of awesome things going for him. But if you go back through Spider-Man's origin story, when, when you realize, oh man, the thing that really motivates him is, is that Uncle Ben passed away, right? And, and some of the last things that he said to him were, were not said in kindness. He actually was upset with Uncle Ben before he passed away. It's kind of like the rest of Spider-Man's life, he's, he's spending it living in Uncle Ben's honor, right? If you go back to the origins of where these guys and girls came from, typically you find what really motivates them and why they are the way they are uh, as, as we're introduced to them 
superheroes with a purpose. And I think that the same is true in a lot of ways with us as Christians, that if we go back through our story, through our family history, and, and we see not just the life of, of Jesus, but also the life of those who have come before us, the Pauls and the, and the Peters and, and all, the, all of the men and women who have come before us, that you start to realize why we're here and what we're here for. And even before that, I think if you go back through the Old Testament, even to the very beginning, which again is where we're starting today, you start to see our origins. You start to have a clue as to what we're supposed to be doing here, why we're here in the first place. And so we are going back to Genesis chapter 1. We're going to be looking at verses 26 and 27. But Genesis chapter 1 is the, the story of our, our origins. In fact, not just ours as human beings, but ours as in the, the universe, the earth, how it all was created. This is the creation story. And, you know, days go by and God creates the moon and the sun and the stars. He creates the earth and the waters. He creates vegetation, trees, and all of the things that we get to taste and experience today. God created it here in the beginning. And he gets to day six and humans haven't been uh, brought to life yet, right? But this is the time when it happens. And so in verses 26 and 27, this is our, like, the most origin of origins, right? Where we, we come from, verses 26 and 27. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps on the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God, he created him. Male and female, he created him. So this, this is our origin story. This is where it all, it all starts, that we were created in God's image. So we're like, well, what? Yeah, so, so that's, where, that's where we came from, right? Well, like, uh, you know, a few years ago in a hospital at uh, St. Francis downtown, I was born. That's it, right? Like some of us, we, we read this story like, wait, well, that's just, that's kind of how we, we came to be. But we don't realize the, the reality, the, the power, the truth behind the fact that we were created in God's image. We bear, each individual human being has the thumbprint of God on their life, on their very being. Whether you believe in God or not. Human beings are made in the image of God. That's amazing. That the God of the universe would see fit to, to lay his hands on each and every one of us. We're, we're made in the image of God. Three things this morning that I want to talk about. So, so what does this have to do with purpose? What does this have to do with right now I wake up and I, and I have some sense of what my life is, is for, why my life matters? Here's three things I think we see in, in this reality of being made in the image of God. To be made in the image of God means that we reflect God's personality, we get to join him in his creativity, and we get to care for his creation. These are things that actually I think we see in some shape or form in these two verses right here, that those powerful things are there in the reality that we are made in the image of God. So being made in the image of God, let's just talk about image for a minute. Maybe you think of, of a mirror. Maybe, maybe a better way to think about this is in the form of, of like a statue, 
right? Have you ever been to, you know, maybe a college campus or even, even Disney World? I feel like they got a bunch of statues around there, right? But somewhere where there's a bunch of statues and, and it's just all, all of these, hey, this is an important person or this is an important cartoon apparently. And, and we want you to remember not just what the cartoon or not just what the person looks like, but statues. And this is why this has been a huge rumbling in our culture recently, right? Where people are wanting to tear down statues. Why do they want to do that? Because the statue isn't just there to show you that what this person looks or looked like, but the statue is to remind you about what that person was about. On college campuses, a lot of times the, the championship-winning football coach or basketball coach or whatever it is will get a statue. Hey, they brought our, our program to prominence. They, they did awesome things with our, our football and basketball teams. It's, it's not so much to remind you, hey, this is what that person looked like, but it's to remind you about what they did. For different political figures, it's to remind of the freedom that they brought, right? For, for different people, different saints and people like that in the Catholic Church have a statue in places around the world of them to remind you of their, their character. We are in some way, shape, or form like a statue of God. We are someone who God has made us in his image, not, not necessarily to show the world, hey, so God has eyes like, like me, or he's got a nose like you do, or lips. No, I don't think that that's really what it's getting at. But more to remind us of, of who, to show the world, to show each other who God is, that's why we exist. And so some of the ways that that, that happens, we, we reflect God's personality as image bearers of him. We reflect his personality. So the, the things that we read about in the scriptures, like the, the fruits of the spirit, how, how Jesus boils down all of life to loving God and loving your neighbor, all of those incredible, magnificent things about who God is, we are to reflect that to the world, to each other. So when we wake up each morning, part of our mission, part of our purpose is to reflect God's kindness, to reflect God's grace, to reflect God's forgiveness, his mercy, his love, his joy, his peace, his patience, all, all of those things, part of our mission, part of our purpose is just to reflect that to each other, to the watching world. So when you're made in the image of God, which all of us are, part of that means that we reflect God's personality. Part of it also means that we join in God's creativity. Where do we get that? Where, well, in, in Genesis 1, God is creating everything. I don't know if you've ever thought about this, but he's doing it with his words too, right? He's not just, hey, let me just cook some things up in this, in this God pot, right? Like he, but he's just speaking things into existence, and, and that's what happens. And when the first humans are created, guess what the task is that God gives them to do? He, he says, hey, go garden. Like, go, go have fun in the garden. Go, go plant seeds and go, uh, we'll get to taking care of things in a minute, but, but go have fun in the garden. Go be creative in the garden. One of the things that he asks Adam to do is to name the animals, right? Use your words, much like God used his words, to come up with names for these animals. Part of our purpose here on earth is to join God in his creativity, and we do, we, we do that with our words. You guys have heard us talk in here before that we can use our words to tear up, or, or sorry, to tear down or to build up. We, we create good and bad things with our words. Part of being creative is when we have ideas, actually making them happen, happen putting them into reality. 
Part of being creative is art and music and, and, and dreaming up cities and, and neighborhoods. And it's all of those things that you would categorize as creative. God's called us. He's made us to be creative like he is creative. We're meant to reflect his creativity to the world. So even in how we dress and how we do our hair and all of those things are in some way, shape, or form joining God in his creativity. So to be made in the image of God means that we reflect his personality, that we join in his creativity. And then this third part of the purpose this morning is that we actually get to take care of creation. Really, the the words that, that the scriptures use here is that we would have dominion over all of the earth and all the animals and all the fish, all of it, that we would have dominion over it, which is actually kingly kind of language. It's like ruling and reigning, having dominion over the earth. But if you, if you keep in mind, because sometimes dominion or, or kingship ha- comes with it like, hey, so you're just going to dominate. No, no, no. Dominion and domination are, are not the same thing as the scriptures using it here. We're not, we're not here to dominate the earth and just suck all the life of it, out of it. But we're really here to care for and steward the earth. So even if some of you are really gung-ho about like saving a certain animal or taking care of the planet, that's in some ways part of what? Is, is talked about here. That's part of our purpose, is that we wouldn't suck life out of the earth, but that we would be a part of bringing more and more life here on earth. So to have rule and dominion, it, some of this is how we take care of each other as human beings. Some of it's how we take care of our pets. Some of it's like th- things like not, not littering, like actually taking care of the physical earth that we have. Some of it is, you know, God says, hey, Adam and Eve, you're, you're tasked with taking care of this garden. So it's caring for our, our responsibilities that are put before us. It's, it's all of these things. So being made in the image of God, we're, we're made, our, part of our purpose is to reflect God's personality, to join in his creativity. And this last piece is to care for creation. Sometimes with this whole purpose thing, we, we're like, man, I'm, I'm just waiting. I'm waiting for my Spider-Man-like purpose. I'm waiting for the moment where, where I figure out that I can do some web slinging. Uh, or, or maybe from Scripture's perspective, you're waiting for the moment where, oh, God's going to call me to this specific place, to these specific people. He's going to give me a word to share with them. Or maybe he's going to have me actually do some, some healings. Or, I mean, maybe somewhere down the line that's, that's going to be a part of what God has you do. But, but I, I think that our purpose is so much simpler and, in a lot of ways, a lot more fun that every single day we're living out our purpose in the way that we use our words, in the way we interact with other people, and in the way that we build and create, in the way that we take care of the things around us, that this is a large part of our purpose today. Maybe you're saying, well, but I, I thought that our purpose was to live like Jesus, Exactly. In fact, in the New Testament, Paul tells us that Jesus was, get this, the perfect image of God. Jesus is the perfect image of God. So he was perfectly to a T, living out, reflecting God's image to the world because, because he was God, right? So in the way that he cared for people, in the way he went about his carpentry, in the way that, that he healed people, all of the things that Jesus did we're living out this purpose, reflecting God to the world. 
So, so yeah, living like Jesus is going back to the origin, fulfilling this original purpose as us being made in the image of God to begin with. We said at the beginning that more and more people are struggling with, what's my purpose? What's my reason for living? So much so that it, it ends with people being depressed, ends with people having some pretty terrible negative thoughts and even doing some terrible things to themselves and people around them and it can end in a lot of death and destruction. Our world needs people who go back to the origins. Why was I created to begin with? What is my purpose? Our world needs purpose-filled people, people like you and me, who every day we get up and we choose to live like Jesus, to image God to the world. See, you could actually take this and kind of twist it up, right? Like you could, you could live, you, you could use your words in a negative way. That's not really reflecting who God is. You can build things that aren't, aren't very godly. You can be creative and have, have thoughts that don't reflect God well to the world. Or every single day we can choose, hey, I don't know what it looks like today, but I want to use my words in a way that reflects God. I want to dress, I want to create, I want to care for I want to live a life that reflects who God is. If our world gets more people like that, purpose-filled, image bearers of God, man, what could happen? Let me pray for us. God, thanks for the fun of superheroes and getting to talk about all, all of our favorites and why we like them. God, I do think that so much of it has to do with the purpose that superheroes have, and, and we, are, we are longing to be a part of a bigger story, a bigger purpose. The reality is you, you have invited us into that from the beginning. In fact, you, you have made us with that in mind, made us with purpose in mind. God, would you help us every, every day when we wake up? We may not know all the ways that it's going to play out, but, but help us to be reminded that from the get-go, we are image bearers of you. We are reflecting you to the world and help us to think well and, and wisely about what that looks like, what that means in our day-to-day -day lives. We love you, Lord. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.